As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. All right, welcome to the Chronic Podcast. It is the middle of the week. That means we are joined, as always, by our fearless leader, Dave Cariello, Canalty Chronicles, Vice President, Chairman, and Kevin Hell from Akeem Drops the Ball and contributor to Canal Street Chronicles. Um, <laughs> funny, it's true. It is. Uh, Dave, uh, I called it in my column, and you said it too. It was the worst performance, I think, of the Sean Payton era. I mean, it's not the coach, but it is still his team, sort of. Um, that was as, as horrible as I've ever seen the Saints offense look in years. I mean, it was it was as awful as awful can be. Uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. Pretty, 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 pretty bad. Uh, you know, like I said, <clears throat> there's never been a game under Drew Brees or Sean Payton, I guess, for that matter, where the Saints have put up so little offense and allowed so much <laughs> offense on their defense. Um, I mean, the margin of total yardage was just completely skewed. And, uh, of course, or they won for 12 on third down. I mean, that's just, you know, it's, it's a guaranteed, guaranteed loss. But that's almost as a sure sign of losing as, you know, giving up three turnovers. Uh, I mean, it was, it was really just bad all around. And I just, you know, you know, I, I would say that their playoff chances are pretty much, I mean, statistically they're not, out of it, but I would say mentally they're completely out of it. I think that was part of the problem last night. They, they really didn't seem mentally there. And it's just a little disappointing because they were on a roll. They had a good thing going. I think that's what Jermon Bushrod said. And, you know, this was sort of a pivotal game if they could have won this. And you got three in a row, and then you're playing yeah. on Monday night against the Eagles at home. You know, get that fourth one, you're back to even. And at that point, uh, they really would have been the way the NFC has been shaken up. Uh, depending on what happens tonight, Monday night, they could have been right there in the hunt for that last wild card spot already. So yeah, nine and seven. I'd I say think they blew it. Nine and seven, it. I think, is going to get you a wild card in the NFC if it's the right nine. Um, Kevin, I'm going to make this argument right now, and you can feel free to blow it out of the water, but I'm just going to say it. Um, the the Saints have lost to Kansas City, who hasn't had the lead on anybody, but they beat the Saints. Uh, they lost to Carolina, who is dreadful. Um, the only difference between the Saints and the dregs of the NFL, I'm talking the Clevelands, the Kansas Cities, the Jacksonvilles, uh, the only difference between, Kevin, between those teams and the Saints is Drew Brees. That's it. Because they don't have a running game, they don't have a defense, and they don't have an elite coach. 
So really the only thing separating the Saints from being the worst team in the NFL is number nine. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, you pretty much right, nailed it. Right. Right. And, and you know what? I tell you what, I will pivot off that into the point that I wanted to, that I've been dying to make from the get go. How long has this league, the, the National Football League, if I can tap into my inner Solaris, how long has the National Football League been in existence? Just, just guess. What year was the net, was pen put to paper to, to officially signify the beginning of the NFL. Like Just guess what year. 1920? You are correct off the first fucking guess. Oh. So that means, that means we have had 92 years. September of 1920 is when it was officially started. 92 years. In those 92 years, there has never been a worse <laughs> defense than the current, current, minus Jason David, the current <laughs> New Orleans Saints defense. This defense is not not historically bad. It is history. <laughs> it is history. The, 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 the French archaeologist Belloc is pointing at this defense and saying, this is history. <laughs> this defense is that Fucking catastrophic. By the end of the game last night, my face nearly melted off to continue the Raiders of the Lost Ark metaphor. Okay? That's how bad this is. I was pining, fucking pining, for Kevin Case for harm, for fuck's sake. That's how bad this fucking defense was. to To quote my own tweet from earlier, where have you gone, Kevin Case Fahorn? A Saint secondary's John decides turn to you. Hey, say what you want about Jason David. He made an interception every once in a while, picked up a fumble. You know? Uh, Kevin, this defense, I said in my column, it's like the freak show at the carnival. It's so horrible to look at, and you feel shame looking at it, but you can't turn away, and you know it's going to haunt your soul forever. Um, they, no, but, there, but, but there's some there's some entertainment value in going to the freak show. That is true. Well, there's some, I mean, you know, you'll take defense. you'll take friends you'll take friends along. You'll drag your girlfriend to one of those and be like, "Hey, you need to come look at this crazy shit." This I'm embarrassed. I'm I I I'm, I go online and on the message boards I go to and I say, "Look, I'm trying to beat everybody to fucking punch before they can gang up on me." And I'm like, "Listen, this defense is fucking terrible." They, they are, it's it's like somebody literally ripped the toilet out of a house, took it out in the yard, took a big shit in it, lit it on fire, and then dynamited it. That's how bad <laughs> this, fucking te- this fucking team's defense is. And thank God there's fucking Drew Brees there. Because, it, it, you know, the sad thing is Drew Brees can't play defense. Drew Brees can't catch his own fucking passes. Drew Brees can't block for himself. And he can't fucking uh, work out a consistent running plan to where you go with the motherfuckers that know how to run and not the same fucking guy who keeps getting you two-yard gains all the time. Last night, I had to sit and watch Mark Ingram cut to the outside to try and find the edge and just run out of bounds for literally no gain. 
let's see, a Heisman running back that the Saints drafted in the first round can't, it couldn't get to the fucking edge and had to settle for next to nothing. Where have I heard that story before? <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this one already. Oh, Lord. I, I, this, this is one of the, the fucking sequel one blows already. in comparison to the original. The sequel blows. Dave, um... Here's my question. I mean, sort of piggybacking off of what Kevin said, you know, about Drew Brees not being able to do it all. I mean, I wasn't around back then, but... VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Starting to wonder whether this is how Saints fans felt during the Archie Manning days. Um, no, because the thing is, um, it's a little bit it's a little bit different because Archie. I mean, I wasn't around then. I just I've watched the tapes of it. The team was so atrociously run, and it was a different kind of era, you know. Archie threw a lot of picks, and Archie, a lot of his stats were catch-up stats. I mean, Saints fans Saints hate to hear it, but I mean, it's 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 sort of it's sort of very it, it's a good that's a good analogy, Dave. In that the few years that that the Saints were actually competitive with Archie, because they only got to seven and nine with Archie at quarterback twice in the twelve years he was there. Well, it was really similar. Um. But the thing is, in those years, Dave, their defense was atrocious, but they would gack up leads. This defense, and, and Kevin, as a, as a long, as a lifelong New Orleanian, I mean, that was the joke with the Saints. You know, they could they could always come from ahead to lose in the fourth quarter. I mean, they gacked up lead after lead after lead. But this defense, Kevin, it's so bad you don't have to worry about having a lead because. They just get run over, you know. Right. I mean, I mean, look, when they fucking forced the Broncos to punt on the first possession, I thought, "Holy shit, what kind of game am I seeing here? This could be, you know, maybe they'll be, you know, maybe the defense will just do its job, you know, and you know, Drew Brees can we can get the fireworks show that I was hoping for." And no, no such thing. There was no such thing as fireworks last night. I mean, I, I, I watched. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, fucking John Gruden wants to call Drew Brees the surgeon. No, no, Peyton Manning was the surgeon. Peyton Manning is the surgeon because he fucking sliced and diced that that that, that secondary. What 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 fucking passes for a secondary? Like he was Jack the Ripper running through a whorehouse. I mean, that's how bad this thing was. 
You this, put that kind of expert analysis on ESPN. You can't. You can't. You can't. That's why the people pay the big money to get this <laughs> podcast. Dave, um, it is. Uh, I'm going to try to have a little bit of silver silver lining, as in this is a this is a stretch, maybe, but. This defense is so atrocious. It's the worst defense in NFL history. Maybe it's actually good that Sean Payton, when he's doing his evaluations, he's got to do it from his TV set, and he can't be in the building because then he has no personal attachments to the players and here's the excuses and, oh, they'll get better. He just watches it on TV like the rest of it. And maybe he'll be more likely to make a shitload of changes when he gets into the building the day after the Super Bowl because he had to watch 16 weeks of it from his couch. I mean, I'm no expert. I'm no football historian. But I don't know of any other situation where where this has happened, where, where a head coach has been absent for a year and comes back the following year after just sitting idly by and watching. Um, I don't think that, there, that there's any sort of precedent set for this. And i got to tell you, I mean, Especially if the season continues to go like it's going now, um, I'm I think it's going to be crazy when when Peyton gets back to see what he's going to do and how he's going to react and and what changes are going to be made. And I agree with you, Ralph. I mean, I think he's been able to at least moderately um, look at things unemotionally, and uh, I think it's I think it's only going to benefit the Saints next next season. I, I mean I think that the Saints are hopefully going to again if they do bad the rest of the season. I think that they're definitely going to uh, rebound nicely. And I think that just having Sean Payton having an entire year to to really just completely study it, um, I think it's going to be very very a, a very unique situation and uh, a very interesting situation. Yeah, I mean it it. it... It's it's it, that that first meeting with Spags, Kevin. If they're if the Saints end up being, which I think they will, the worst defense in NFL history. The first meeting on the first day, Sean Payton gets back. I mean, how does that go? What do you, what, you know, if you're Spags, what, what do you say? Hey, Sean, um, I just coordinated the worst defense in NFL history. Um, do you start throwing players under the bus? What do you what do you do if you're Spags? Um, I'm a, I'm anticipating the uh, the denouement of the original Godfather film. I'm picturing Spagnolo trying to make a phone call to somebody. Sean Payton walks in. They sit down. They kind of start to have a nice conversation. He gets him a glass of water, and then he just tells Spagnolo to leave, and he. Gets him a car. He says, we're going to put you on a plane. We're going to send you back to New York. He gets in the front seat of the car, and Rex Ryan is sitting in the back seat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I'm, picturing, I'm picturing something like that uh, because I, 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 don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with this, with, with this defense. I, 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 can't, I can't defend anything. <laughs> you really I mean, can't. listen, I was, I was mocked. I was mocked relentlessly up here in St. Louis by everybody because he used to be the head coach here and the team was terrible. And I was just like, well, he didn't have the players, you know, all this other kind of shit, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe the scheme, something with the scheme, yada, yada, yada. But 
seven games in, I, I you know, I don't know what the hell to tell you. I mean, <laughs> it, it's the schemes ain't working, the players are for shit. It seems so. Uh, just dynamite the whole fucking thing. You sound like Take my the mom. whole fucking thing down. You sound like the the football analysis on my mom. My mom is like, he was awful in St. Louis. He brought his awfulness with him. They need to get rid of him. That's my Everybody's mom. Everybody's awful. Everybody affiliated with this defense is terrible. There is nothing positive. There's little, if anything, positive. I, I, I only say little because I can't think of anything right now. Um, Hakeem Nix did cause that fumble. You What's know? his name? There you go. Hakeem, uh, Hakeem Hicks. God damn it. <laughs> One of these days, I'm like the dyslexic football host. Um, Dave, let's go through the Saints, um, upcoming schedule. And you oh, tell yeah, me, and, and you tell me, <laughs> you tell me if this team's getting the four wins. Nick. Host. <laughs> just getting the four wins. Okay, how are we going all the way to the end of the season, or what, for what week? We'll go to the end of the season. It'll be fun. And, and Kevin, you can chime in too. They got the Eagles. Lost. They host the Falcons. Lost. They go to Oakland. Win. They host San. Hopefully. They host San Francisco. Lost. They go to Atlanta. Lost. Lost. They go to the Giants. Lost. They host Tampa. Mm, win. Uh, they go to Dallas. Mm, definitely win. Oh, that's five, and they host Carolina. Win. Okay, so it's what? It's six that's and ten six. this season? That's six. Kevin, are they getting the six wins? God, I don't see how they're getting six. I mean, the way they, I mean... I don't see how this fucking team's getting to six. I really can't. I really fucking can't. Listen, the fucking Cowboys are terrible. The Cowboys, the Cowboys are, are on a stick. And they fucking came down. They came back from fucking 23 and five turnovers. They had five turnovers. Listen, Tony Romo is going to, I guarantee you, Tony Romo is going to try and hand this game to the Saints at some point, and the Saints are not going to be able to fucking take it. That's the way I see that game going. So I think we can take that one out. Uh, that knocks him down to five. Um, the Bucks or the Panthers? Oh, fuck, man. You're asking me to say either the Bucks, the Panthers, or the Eagles. Did you have them beating the Eagles? Dave did, yeah. No. No, I have you had them beating the Oakland? He had, Oakland, Oakland, yeah, I got, okay, I can see them beating Oakland, fuck. Because Carson Palmer could throw four <laughs> picks, he could throw four <laughs> picks against a Pop Warner. God, can I see, God, yeah, but here's the problem, it's going to be on the road, can I see them beating Oakland on the road? That's true. For the kind that, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I, I, for Christ's sake, all right, I'm going to say Oakland wins, fuck it. I'm going to say Oakland wins. I'm going to say Oakland wins, and I'm going to say that the Saints some fucking how beat both Tampa and Carolina at home, and they'll go four and twelve. That wouldn't be bad for me because those are the two games I'm coming in for. Oh well, there you go. Four and twelve will get you a nice draft pick. It'll be top top seven at least. 
fuck, top ten ought to be top four. I mean, I can't picture that many. Uh... Well, you got um, you got Carolina, you got Kansas City, Cleveland, Cleveland. That's three, and that's it. That'd be yep, yeah. I'd put you at four. I'd, yeah, that's all right. I'd put you at four. Are we forgetting? Are we, are we forgetting any atrocious teams? I don't think we are. Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. So you'd be picking in the top five, Kevin, if you go four and twelve. Um, Dave, I don't sense. I sense like looking at Canal Street Chronicles. I, I don't sense much. I just. I don't sense much anger. I just sense sort of resignation and exhaustion by the Saints fan base at this point. Like, the bounty stuff and the suckness and the defense has just sort of worn us out, and it's only week seven. Yeah, I'm wondering whether, like I said, I think I said last, last week, I'm wondering if this is, like, the worst season ever. It's just been, just, just been shit on shit on shit. Kevin, how does it rate to Katrina? I mean, I, I was following the Saints, but I was I, I moved to California in October after Katrina, so I didn't I wasn't in the whole Katrina mess. I only got about a, 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 I only got a chunk of it. Um but that season was pretty awful. Um would you say would you say it's close to that? Uh I I don't know. I feel weird trying to compare anything to the Katrina season just because of it. God. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's, could... I, 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 can't, I can't think of any sort of proper historical context because the problem is, is you're saying, like, we're comparing a natural disaster and the fallout and looking yeah. to the team and looking to the team for some sort of hope or positivity not only getting none of it, but getting just continued the, the, the same continued gross incompetence that we were had been subjected to already, to essentially watching the team and to an extent the fan base get shit on by the commissioner, and then essentially watch the team just flail around, uh, flop around like a fish uh, sitting in a boat. Well, the, to be fair, the Katrina. To be fair, the Katrina teams did start two and two, and they finished three and thirteen. So, well, I mean, here, I mean, the reason I think that the two are different, and the reason why I think this season is actually worse than the Katrina season, is hey. uh, and I and I, and I <laughs> don't relax. And and I was there. I mean, I I went to the games in Baton Rouge. I mean, I was I I watched that team. It was awful. But I think the difference is is that I don't think anybody really expected yeah. the same to do that well. So it was like, okay, you know, we understand. You guys don't have a fucking home. Uh, you know, you're dealing with a lot of shit, your personal lives and your families and your own houses and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, as with an asshole, like, we get it. It's cool. Uh, and this season, I think, even though, uh, you know, even though maybe they have an excuse and they could say, oh, our head coach isn't here or whatever, um, I, I still think we all expected better of this team this year. And I think they have way more talent. And, and like we said at the top of the show, uh, they have Drew Brees. Um, so I, I think that's the difference is that this is just way more disappointing because I think we expected a lot more from the team this year. Yeah, I mean... Was that okay, Kevin? Yeah. Uh, Kevin, I mean... 
Kevin, you I'm were gonna... one of the, so, so you were one of the 20 people uh, in uh, Tiger Stadium that year, so that's good. Yeah, I, so I, I, yeah, probably, I, I probably walked by you. I bought, um, I bought that four-game package they had. My, yep. Yeah, my mom went to uh, – she went to the Bears game and she went to the Tampa game. Um, but – well spent. The, what was the first – they played the, the Dolphins. That was the first game. Yep, yep, the Dolphins, yep. Um, Kevin, this this team here with the Saints, uh, you know, I know hindsight is always twenty twenty, and you can always look back and say, ah, oh, we should have seen it coming. But really, looking back at the preseason, I know people kind of forget it, but they played Arizona that first week, and as bad as the Saints' defense is, Arizona's offensive line is just as historically bad. They're on a pace to give up a record amount of sacks, and that's why all their quarterbacks are hurt. So clearly the pass rush that the Saints got against Arizona was a facade, but it shouldn't it have been a red flashing oh shit light when Blaine Gabbert sliced and diced the Saints up in the preseason? Shouldn't we have been like, oh, this is bad? Well, I mean, you know, considering that I didn't see the game because it was the preseason. Don't bring facts uh, Wait, what? Don't bring facts into this. I just want or, to... or common sense. Yes, I mean, yeah, if if uh, if Blaine Gabbert is, is throwing on you, then yeah, you, I mean, I, I, I don't fucking know any of the receivers on, on the Jaguars anymore. I, I the, the last guy I knew... Uh, was the guy that got caught with the cocaine, and I don't think he's on the team anymore. He's like 40 years old. So, you know, I... I so, the guy that got caught with the cocaine, you'll have to be more specific. Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Is that him? That, yeah. that, that, that might be him. Uh, so, yeah, I... I, I I'm rambling here, so I've got I, I've I've clearly got nothing. I've clearly got nothing. So, Dave, as we Dave, as we as we turn to the Eagles. Yes, let's turn. Let's turn. Um, and I'll get Kevin. I think I've got you set up for a good rant coming up here. But, well, Dave, you know how you know the the Saints. It's been fun, and the crowd really has not turned on the Saints in the in the Sean Payton and Drew Brees era. But I'm thinking this Monday night, this defense falls, you know, gives up big, huge chunk plays, and you look up at it 17 to three at the end of the first quarter. I'm thinking this crowd might get a little salty and get a little angry. Uh, are we going to hear boos uh, for this defense if they continue yeah. their suckness? Yeah, I think we're at that point. I think we're at that. I think we've reached that point. I, you know, I remember we. This was an issue in what 2007, 2008. Um, Jason David got booed, um, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, Patrick Robinson might might catch some catch some shit if he keeps playing like he's playing. Uh, but yeah, I, I think frustration might reach that kind of level if. if uh, if, if a game, if a game on Monday kind of starts out like that, especially a night game, you know, everybody's had all day to drink, and I think people are starting to get frustrated. Kevin, since uh, the Walrus, aka 
the worst clock manager in the history of the world, Andy Reid, is allegedly considering benching Michael Vick for Nick Foles. Since you've already established what the Saints' defense is, who's the better option for the Saints? If you could face Michael Vick or you could face a rookie, Nick Foles, who do you want to who do you want to face if you're the Saints? Who do you who do you want to face? I tell you what, honestly, here's the thing. If I'm the Eagles, if I'm the Eagles, you want to put if 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 there's already if if the doubt with Michael Vick is already there, put Nick Foles in. If you're the Eagles, put Nick Foles in. Put the rookie in there for the first half against the Saints defense and see how he does. If he can't throw a touchdown pass against that defense in the first half, take him out back and shoot him. <laughs> because, and, 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 and listen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I am not saying kill the man. I, I merely, it could be a graze. That could be okay. I am merely st- stating that He's probably not a real quarterback. He's got to throw at least a buck seventy-five against the Saints and a half. At least a buck seventy-five. I mean, Michael Vick. I I I I'm terrified because here's the thing: is I I don't for some reason. Excuse me. For some reason, I think Michael Vick in the lineup, the Saints would be able to keep it close. I'm not saying the Saints would win, but I think the game would be a lot closer. Whereas if they took out Vic and put the and put the kid in, that could spark the offense for them, and you know they could just get like a confidence boost. They could score, you know, if they score early, they get a lot of momentum going, and the next thing you know, boom, it's it's twenty to seven going into halftime, and we're all, you know, sitting there wondering what the hell just happened. So, you know. Dave, do you prefer Michael Vick or Nick Foles? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really don't uh, <laughs> know much about Nick Foles. So, but he is a rookie. And I think, uh, I think, I mean, the only reason I would, I would, I'm even considering Michael Vick is like, you know, maybe he'll turn the ball over a bunch of times. Uh, but other than that, Vic is definitely the better quarterback. But Nick Foles has to be the better option for the Saints, the rookie quarterback. You, you would think, though. Kev, Kevin, will you be listening to the game with sound, or will you turn Gruden off? i got to find a TV for that. Um, <laughs> that's for starters, so i got to make my plans for that. Um... If I have to go to a bar, chances are, well, actually, it'll be the only fucking thing on. So I'll probably end up hearing it with the sound. So I'll have to hear John Gruden uh, vomiting all over. I mean, I, I I don't know what happened to the guy. I really don't. Like, I don't know what it is about going in the Monday night booth, but you go in there and within a year or two, you become unbearable. You know, Jaworski, Jaworski, when he was in there, for a while, he was fine. He was good. Then he kept. Then the whole every other sentence in his out of his fucking mouth was the National Football League. When you play the quarterback position and everything like that, and then I just wanted to put a gun in my mouth. Then Gruden comes in, 
And Gruden was Gruden was just like intense and fired up, and you kind of just enjoyed that shit. And then it became this guy and that guy. I call this guy this. And and again, you, you want to start breaking things. And and I've heard he's actually gotten worse. I haven't heard him this year because again, no cable. I'm a cheap bastard, and the Saints haven't played on Monday night, so I don't know. But I've heard he's gotten worse. So. There's something in the Monday night booth. There's got to be a hex going on in there. Uh, you know, uh, and, and look, I'm, I am admittedly one of the few people that wanted, that was happy when Dennis Miller initially went in the booth. I was one of the people that was happy when Tony Kornheiser went in the booth. But again, a couple of years go by, Dennis Miller. I was like, get this guy out of the fucking booth. And sure enough, he comes out of the Monday night booth and he stopped being funny. You can stop being funny in life, which for the life of me just fucking confounds me. Kornheiser goes in the booth, couple of years, fine, comes out of the booth, and it's like Joe Seisman sucked the life out of him. He did. Like he's on he's on PTI going through the motions, and I still watch it because I'm a fool. But you know, I'm, I'm watching I'm watching a shadow of himself. Well, so you know, I, whoever I tell you what, I do not want to be the team that hires John Gruden coming out of the booth because oh he's going to be a shell of him, of himself when he goes out of the booth. Oh, the, the Cowboys are going to hire him, aren't they, Dave? you got to think when they fire when they fire uh, Garrett. Uh, who, Peyton? No, they'll, they'll, they'll hire Gruden. The Cowboys will hire Gruden. No, I don't know. I, I don't know if Gruden wants to, wants to go back into coaching. No, I, I just recently watched a special on him. Uh, I mean, he's watching so much tape anyway. He, he might as well be a coach, but uh, I don't know if um, he's ever going to go back. He's going to be like John Madden. I don't know. I don't know. And to be honest with you, I really—he's uh, a defensive guy, right? Can we get him as like our defensive coordinator? No, Gruden's offense, right? Can oh yeah, right, 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 right. Gruden's an offensive guy. No, I don't know. I—he I, I, he may come back, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he really enjoys the broadcasting. Last time I, I saw him, he said he was really enjoying it. And if he did come back, I, I would really like to see him come back to the Saints somehow. Not back to the Saints. I would like to see him come to the Saints because I know he's a. Because I, I, I like him, and I and I like. I was a big like Kevin. I was a big fan of um, what's his face coming on Monday Night Football to uh, Miller. Yeah. Well, the thing about Dennis Miller is it's hard. It's hard to be funny all the time during a live event for three hours right. and, just, and just make it right. up. I mean, it's just right. there's, only so many, there's only so many opportunities you have to work the word Byzantine in the football conversation. <laughs> exactly. But, I did like the Saturday Night Live skits, too. Yeah. But as we bring up Dennis Miller, he gets me to this issue of this week's Game Time, which game I've come up Game Time. Game Time. Excellent. Game, this week's game time is, do you give a shit about the presidential election? This is where we ask Dave and Kevin whether they would be able, would they rather be able to pick who's president or would they rather uh, the sports fantasy that I present them come true? Uh, Kevin, are you ready to play game time? Oh, Christ. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Would you rather be able to decide if Mitt Romney or Obama wins the election, or behind door number two, 
Notre Dame, your Fighting Irish, can go undefeated and win the national championship against the college team that you hate the most. The college team that I hate the most. Which college team do you hate the most? I hate a lot. That's the problem. Is I hate <laughs> a lot of college teams. My hate, you see, the problem is I really dislike Michigan for some stupid reason. I also dislike USC. I dislike Alabama. I have a my my hatred covers a wide portion well, about, of the college football nation. How about nation. this, Evan? I'm going to lay out the scenario. I'm going to lay out the scenario for you. Notice yeah. that they go undefeated. They beat USC so bad. Lane Kiffin fires his own father at the half, and then they beat Alabama forty to nothing in the national championship game. Or I call oh, okay. Or you can so, decide who gets to be president. So if I let me ask you this: If I don't get to the, if I don't decide who's president, the other guy, the guy that I don't want, would win. Yes. Or or yes. Oh, uh, the third party uh, wins. Or the third, yeah. Well, if the, if you're giving me the option of a third party, then maybe I'll take. Uh, I might take Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my second. I'll say, I'll say that. I'll go with that. My second scenario for you, Kevin, is the Saints run the table this year, get to eleven and five, beat uh, Atlanta in the playoffs, and right. then they face the team that you hate the most, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they beat them so bad. Mike Tomlin throws up the white flag at the half. It's pretty or, enticing, isn't it? Or or I get the call who wins the presidential election. Yes. And if I don't call the presidential election again, the guy that I don't want exactly. wins the presidency. That's right. Holy living fuck. It's a tough call. I came up with good scenarios, huh? This one's easy for me. Oh, yeah? I got a good um, scenario for you, Dave, though. You're a Mets fan, right? Yeah. Or more likely a Yankees hater. I got a good scenario for Amen you. Amen to that, brother. I got a good scenario for you, Dave. Oh, my God. Dear God Almighty. My brain is ripping itself apart right now. That's <laughs> yeah, tough, huh, Kevin? This is terrible. This is terrible. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's either it's either do I do I want this 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 Saints team as currently constituted to suddenly run the fucking table, <laughs> shit on every shit on everybody else on all the critics, turn it around, go into New Orleans and win the Super Bowl at home over the fucking team that I wish would just fall into the three rivers. <laughs> And watch Goodell hand on the fucking truck. Jesus Christ. Oh. It's tough. You gotta You're kidding me. I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. He can't do it. He can't this, do it. I, I mean, sir, this is, you have literally just asked the Joshua computer to play tic-tac-toe. That's what you've done. <laughs> That's what you just did right there, okay? The only winning move is not the play, Ralph. That's no right. move. God it's damn a, you. you Got to give me. A, it's a pretty good scenario I cooked up for you though, though. 
Yes, it it's, is. A, it's an insane scenario. It is. I, I had to make. Well, I had to make it difficult. I couldn't just, you know, I had to like, I had to put in some really, you know, fantastic things for you. So really hard. So Kevin no couldn't make up his mind. But Dave, your scenario, your scenario is this: the Mets win 120 games and play the Yankees during the series. Alex Rodriguez is so bad that they catch him doing steroids in the dugout, and he still can't get a hit. And the Mets sweep the series and win. You can have that, or you can decide who's president. I don't know. I would go with your wonderful scenario there. I like that. Fuck the president. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's a pretty good. It's a pretty good It's a pretty good scenario for you, though, Dave. Right? You'd, you'd really enjoy that, right? To to to. Uh, yeah. To, I would. To, I would. I would. I would more enjoy Kevin's scenario. I would too. God, Kevin. I. I, I think. I think that would just be glorious because I hate. The, I hate the Steelers. Not nearly as much as you, but they're like in my top two. I don't know. I. You know. I don't. But. If, it, if the Saints. If the Saints. Could like form a softball team and somehow then beat the Yankees at baseball. That would be a pretty cool scenario. So you don't even really like baseball as much as you hate the Yankees. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hating the hating the Yankees is my full time national pastime. So you must have. So so Dave, where did it rank when you watched Detroit sweep them and Derek Jeter destroy his ankle? Was that like Yankee hater Nirvana? Well, see, here's the thing. I don't actually follow the Yankees. <laughs> All I do is I just go on Facebook, and I watch my Facebook feed, and I watch everybody blow up, and that's what I laugh. I make like a nice cup of coffee. I settle in. I put on my reading glasses, and I just sit there <laughs> and enjoy everybody freaking out on Facebook. <sighs> oh, yeah. My wife is a deep, deep Yankee hater, and when I – told her that when she came back from a wedding late at night and I told her Derek Jeter had broken his ankle, she literally jumped up in the air and started clapping. <laughs> that's how much that's how much she hates the Yankees, which I can't Personal even really injury. I can't even really quite understand it because the Yankees and the Astros have no connection at all. <laughs> but, you know, she just she does she she hates the Yankees. I think it's just all their uh, their spending money and their winning. But I yeah, can... and they're just so smug and they're just so used to winning and they yeah. just whine about the smallest things. <laughs> yeah, it was it and and they're uh, I think they're on the I think they're on the downslide, Dave. I think they're going to be like I think that the next couple of years they're going to be not so good. But let's get to they always fucking playoffs every goddamn year. Well, you know, one of, one of these – well, they they weren't good in the 80s, though, right? They had, like, a down period. No, they were terrible. Yeah. They were terrible. So it's possible. I mean, I mean, look at the look at the Red Sox this year, Kevin. They spent a shitload, yeah, of, shitload of money, and, you know, they hired Bobby Valentine, and they went into a fucking – they crashed a plane into the side of the mountain. Uh, but – All it takes is one awful hire, I assure you of that. What's that? I said, all it takes is one awful hire. I assure you oh, of that. Uh, Kevin, let's get a let's get to the game Monday. I know it's early in the week, but um, how does it go uh, on Monday night? Uh, Monday night, 
you know, again, I'm saying I'm saying the Eagles ought to start Nick Foles. So naturally, uh, Andy Reid is going is to play Michael Vick, uh, and they'll go into the, they'll go into halftime with a with a small lead, you know, something like thirteen to ten or whatever. Vick will Vick will somehow be responsible for a turnover, like a costly turnover. The Eagles will shoot themselves in the foot to really take control of the game. Uh, I think the Saints will take a lead, and Andy Reid, in an act of desperation, would finally turn to the fucking rookie. And, of course, he'll come down and, for some reason, uh, well, not for some reason, he'll basically pull a Jake Locker from last year and march the team down the field at the end of the game because that's what fucking offenses do against the Saints at the end of games. And Andy Reid will like with horrible clock management? <laughs> this is this is the Chargers game all over again. It's going to be I, no, no, no. You have this game. No, no, no. You take the game. You take the game. We don't want it. Um, God, I'm asking Andy Reid to properly manage a fucking game-winning drive. I don't know if that's possible. What the What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> what is wrong? What is wrong? What is wrong? I'm literally predicting the Eagles are going to win in in, in 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 at the end of the game. I'm predicting the Eagles are going to win. Oh what the fuck? It is 2012. This defense is his. This defense is history. This defense is the living embodiment of his of historical awfulness. So, and they are going to allow Andy Reid to look like a fucking guru. Oh my god, Dave, your thoughts on the game? Uh, it's a tough one to call because we don't know who's going to be stuck at quarterback, and I think you got you got two completely different games. Um, given those two different quarterbacks. But um, I got to say, I mean, if I want to just be a complete homer, I'll say, oh, yeah, the Saints are going to get together and they're going to play well and they're going to win. But, I mean, that would be ignoring facts and evidence um, and trends. So if I'm taking all of those three things into account, I got to say that this game is going to be tough and if the Saints get a win, they're – It'll probably be close, and they'll probably be lucky to get one. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm Kevin, I'm with you that this defense is historically bad. So it's about time that this defense proved how awful it is by coughing up a gigantic lead. And I think that happens with the Saints. They'll be up. Well, they've done that already. They did that to the Chiefs. Let's give them yeah, credit, but that was, right? That was like a... That was like a 16-point lead. Data. I'm talking like they're up. It was up, the Chiefs. But I'm talking the Saints will be up like 31. It was the Chiefs. They'll be up like 35-7 at half. Andy Reid will switch quarterbacks, and Philadelphia will come all the way back. And the I think def- they that on a movie. And that, that the defense, like, we can't think it'll get it, – we, we'll be like, it can't get any worse, and they'll just raise it up a notch. That's what I'm leaning towards happening. But, uh, Dave, do you, have anything, do you have anything special for the people at Canal Street Chronicles to survive uh, this week and this 2-5 and five monstrosity of a season? Absolutely not. Just keep drinking. <laughs> Kevin? Uh, I am going to try, I repeat, try to get uh, a, uh, a power rankings post to Dave tomorrow. No way. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying. Look, I'm going to try. 
I mean, after I get off of this, I'm going to start, you know, cobbling one together. Uh, hopefully the Monday night game will end pretty uh, – I don't know what the hell time it is. Uh, the Monday night game will end, and I can sort of just place those teams in, figure out, move some pieces around, but, uh, you know, get it in place so that way tomorrow I can put the finishing touch on it and send it to you. Mm-hmm. Come on. All right, for Dave Cariello, for Kevin Held, I'm Ralph Malbro. Thanks for joining us. Be safe, and please, thanks, don't go to school. I need to see Jason, David. <laughs> <laughs>